Doctors and nurses, what are the weirdest last words you've heard? I didn't think I had anything to contribute to this thread, but reading the comments reminded me of something that happened when I was about 18 years old. A couple of friends and I came across a car that had just crashed into a telephone pole at 3am on a rural road. The driver had managed to stumble out of the car and flagged us down. I was trained as an EMT and my friends were not, so I ran to the crashed car while my friends called EMS. The passenger and one of the people in the backseat managed to get themselves out of the car. So we had them sit on the curb a bit away from the car. The one girl in the back seat, however, wasn't so lucky. The car had struck the telephone pole right next to where she was sitting so she had taken the brunt of the impact. By the time I saw her, she had a trickle of blood running down behind her ear and down her neck. Her eyes were glazed over and she was pretty unresponsive. We couldn't move her from the car so I stayed in the back seat with her and tried to keep talking to her. I managed to get a few words out of her, and I remember the last thing she said to me in this soft, pleading voice was I want my mom. She died later that night at the hospital. Those may not have been her last words, but they've stuck with me for years and I still get upset when I think about it. When my grandpa was dying, my dad and I visited him in the hospital. My dad brought him a nature book. He loved nature. He would spend hours sitting outside watching birds and other animals. My dad held the book in front of him and flipped the pages as my grandpa silently looked at the pictures. He didn't make a sound the whole time until we reached a page that had a picture of beavers on it. My grandpa, in a frail, dying voice said stupid beavers. Those were his last words. He died the next day. My grandpa was told that he would die in his sleep that night. When he woke up at 6am. He said wow I'm still here and then fell back asleep and passed away. At least he got to see the morning one more time. I remember my aunt telling me if my grandpa was dying. Basically, he had mesothelioma. Started coughing up blood. He just turned to my grandma with a scared look and said, No, I am not ready. Come to find out after the fact, what he was most upset about with dying was not being able to watch the grandkids grow up. My brother and cousin were barely out of diapers, and I was the next youngest at 8. That broke my heart more than anything. This isn't the weirdest, but perhaps the one stuck with me the most was a 29 year old male, who said I wish there was more before he went to sleep and passed. This actually made me sad, dang. I work as a palliative nurse at a hospital. My patient was slipping in and out of consciousness and would mumble words, but you couldn't understand her. During her last few minutes she opened her eyes and looked right at me, alert. She said thank you for coming. I am sorry but I am going to be poor company. I love you. All I could do was kiss her forehead and tell her that I loved her too. She passed shortly after. I am not sure who she saw standing there, but I am pretty sure it wasn't me. This one brought tears to my eyes, and that never happens. Thank you for doing what you do. Grandma's last words to the nurse on duty was, Time is not what you think it is. She kept repeating it, then died. They pulled me aside when I arrived and told me how strange and alert her eyes were as she kept repeating the statement about time. I still wonder about this to this day. Maybe she wasn't repeating it. Maybe she only said it once. Comma time is not what you think it is. 
My mother, a nurse, was in my grandmother's hospital room when she suddenly roused from her comatose state and said, Oh god, it feels like I was in a coffin. How terrible. And then shut her eyes and fell silent again. She passed away about an hour later. We changed her arrangement so that she was cremated instead of buried. Seemed like the right thing to do. You should have then put her in a tree cedar and so she can come back as a nice tree that sways in the wind and enjoys the awesome freedom of sunshine and air. Not even a patient, but my grandpa with Alzheimer's. Getting him situated in bed and he has bad knees. Bent it wrong and he said, if you do that again, it'll punch you in the nuts. I chuckled and let him go to bed. Pressure dropped and he died peacefully in his sleep. Other stuff from him, like I mentioned, he had Alzheimer's. One day I left my phone on the picnic table and he snagged it as a joke and forgot. I was getting super pee thinking someone stole it. Called it and he pulled it out of his pocket and couldn't figure out what it was. Asked me what I was going to school for. Told him nursing and he replied. Knew you looked like a pee. He used to do this joke before he started slipping where he would stir his coffee and then burn your arm with the spoon as a joke. Well once he started to slip he would forget he had just done it. So every 3 minutes while you sat next to him he would sneakily burn your arm until you had red marks all down your arm. Brother ended up putting a spoon in his suit jacket at the funeral as we both laughed. An elderly woman I cared for looked me dead in the eyes and said I've wasted my life. I have nothing to show for it. That's it gone. I have nothing left the look she gave me was so hollow and hopeless that it made me question my life. She passed away that night. This is my biggest fear. To be at the end, looking back and feeling like I wasted it. Was in a tech for 2 years. Worked closely with nurses and doctors. Unfortunately saw more than a few deaths. We lost a 7 year old who said the floor is gone. There was an older man, 70ish, who kept repeating IT don't mean thin. Which my father says was a line in a military movie. I think Hamburger Hill. Many people just stare at you, looking confused and terrified. I'll leave you on a high note. We were working on an 80 something year old man who flatlined. Came in non-responsive I jumped up on the step stool and started chest compressions. 100 bpm ha 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 ha. Staying alive. Staying alive. He was gone long enough for the doctor to interbut him. Tube down throat for breathing. After a clear, a shock and a few more compressions. His rhythm came back. The room went silent as we all looked at the monitor. Then I looked down into his face. His eyes were barely open, and he could not speak because of the tube. But he lifted his right hand up and gave me a thumbs up while looking right into my eyes. It was one of the greatest freaking moments of my life. His great grandson drew us a picture of a duck and wrote thank you on it. Awesome. I was very confused by that last one because I thought he still died and I didn't understand why his grandson would thank you. Fun fact but famous author Roald Dahl almost final words were, I'm not frightened, it's just that I will miss you all so much to his family. After falling unconscious the nurse then injected him with morphine to ease his passing and he said his actual words. Now, frick only real way to leave. Legendary physicist Richard Feynman came out of his coma apparently to put his arms behind his head to look relaxed and said this dying is boring before a entering his coma and later dying. Firefighter paramedic here. I've seen way more than my fair share of active deaths. The 36 year old we coded last week said I'm going down guys. I'm going down. He went into VFib and didn't come back out of it. I had a man once in the year who coded and we shocked him and got a rhythm back. 
He woke up and asked if he died. Then he started crying and said he saw God. Then he coded again. About that fast too. The craziest thing I've ever seen was a skinny woman who went into cardiac arrest and since it was witnessed, we were able to start compressions immediately. As we compressed her heart, she would wake up and kick us and try to scream. The second we stopped compression she would go back out. This continued over and over for a good 30 plus minutes until the cardiologist ordered us to stop. We had a nurse dedicated to speaking in her ear to try to reassure her and get her to stop kicking. Another crazy one. I had a man witness his own heart stop. He was having an arrhythmia. I'll spare the details. And I had the devil turn towards him in the ambulance. He was watching the monitor as I was treating him and his heart stopped cold. He looked at me with a panic, put his hand on my knee and went down. The poor guy literally watched his own heart stop when he died. The last guy is rather upsetting. Yikes. Grandfather told me to eat my green beans, then pass moments later. I eat the frick out of my green beans. I have had so many patients say the exact same thing. I just don't feel good, then bam, dead. The one that bothers me the most is a guy who was having a big heart attack. It was really hectic and my partner and I were trying to get some information and for whatever reason we kept forgetting his first name. After asking him for a third or fourth time, he looked me dead in the eye and said you guys really don't listen to each other. Q seizure, coma, vtach, dead. I now actively ensure I listen a whole lot better. First thing I do is write their first name on my glove. Grandpa called us into his bedroom as he was going to sleep after his birthday party. I think I've had enough. 92 is plenty. I won't be here in the morning. I love each and every one of you and you have made my life joyous one. Good night. We all thought he was just losing it. Didn't wake up in the morning. He completely called it. My grandfather's last words while I was sitting with him in the hospital was, Hey you know I enjoyed my life from the womb until the tomb. Maybe I will enjoy the author side. There is a quote from Joseph Campbell's hero with a thousand faces. Full circle we come. From the tomb of the womb to the womb of the tomb. A brief enigmatic journey into the realm of the solid world. Only to melt away like the substance of a dream. Maybe your grandfather read those words once. They've always stuck with me. When my grandma was on her deathbed she had no idea that my uncle had killed himself the night before. Her last words were I'm going to see my son now. I got goosebumps when I heard that. Did she know somehow? Or maybe had a dead son no one ever knew about? Massage therapist here. My first final massage. Well they are called different things in different places. My first time was with this little old lady that was known to speak her mind. Sweet as heck. But would let you have it. I was giving her a massage with a soundtrack that imitates a cruise line. Since going on cruises was her passion in life. She was breathing short ragged breaths and finally simply passed on. Her pulse was checked as non-existent. And about 5 minutes later as the family was talking and dealing with her passing. She breathes, leans up and says. Oh god they're so freaking happy up there. And dies all over again. My gf just told me a story of her grandma's last words. Her grandma had a stroke, and barely talked anymore. Shortly before she passed, she motioned for my gf to come closer to her. She mouthed words, barely audible, and my gf couldn't understand. So she leaned closer, still nothing. Leaned closer again, her grandma smacked her in the head, laughed, and said got ya. Those were her last words to my gf. 
I had a patient tell me that his saxophone was broken. I still have no clue what that means. 1. While I was attempting to save a man burning to death in a car accident, he sputtered out please god, not like this, wish this was fake. 2. On a lighter note, I've been told that Sam Houston's last words were to his wife, from his deathbed, Texas, Marie, Texas, because, Texas. My worst fear is burning to death. My mom's a nurse. Before she got her current hospital job, she used to work at an old folks home. She's got quite a few stories but the one that sticks out the most is that one of the orderlies came and got her to tell her that one of her residents was looking really weird, pasty white and wide eyed and not like himself. When she went and he looked at her and said thank you for coming to see me, I'm going to die now, have a nice evening, he closed his eyes, coded, and died. The last coherent thing my dad said was it wasn't supposed to be like this. The last noise he made before he died was a weird gaspy cough and I hated it. Also, frick cancer. I have a humorous one from my favorite patient, a hilarious man who died 3 years ago. He was obese, had diabetes, and for years I was advising him on getting into better shape. He was charming and joked about his problems as opposed to addressing them. Eventually he developed bad leg ulcers as a complication of diabetes and underwent a below the knee amputation. When I saw him in the IQ after being extubated after his operation, he struggled to talk, but had to get his greeting in, good news doctor, I've lost weight poor guy died 10 minutes later from a massive myocardial infarction. I'm working M's. Victim of a car wreck looked me in the eye as we had just extricated her from the vehicle and said tell my daughter, then lost consciousness. I told her 13 years old daughter that mommy said she loved you very much before she passed. On second thought this isn't weird at all, it was just really sad. This is really sad, and you did the right thing. My father's last words were to me, I was the last one to make it in that morning. He told me that if he dies, he wants to respawn in a different place. We had sorta rebonded over Halo 3 in his last few months. He went into a coma a few minutes after waving goodbye to everyone. I still laugh about it from time to time. Took the sadness off a bit. This is awesome. I'm a huge Halo fan. I wish my dad played games like that with me. I was raised by my grandmother and great grandmother. My grandmother died from a swift from diagnosis of stage 4 one month, but rather excruciating battle with pancreatic cancer. This was several years ago and I was 21 at the time. I had been married to my wife for 2 years. My wife was young when we met, and we both made a lot of bad decisions back then. We had a son together, he is 7 now, who was a toddler at the time. The last words my grandmother, who was my favorite adult parent for my whole life, said to me was, don't trust her paramagnetic. It didn't really affect me at the time, but now 7 years later, about to have my 9th anniversary and my 2nd child with my wife, who has never wavered in her love for me, and me to her, it has been really difficult to reflect back and dwell on the fact that she truly felt that way about my wife. I loved my grandmother dearly, and still do, but often all I can think about when I try to reflect on my time with her is that last statement, and her condition. Visiting every day for several hours and watching someone you are so close to die from cancer is not a pleasant memory. Sorry, reading all of these made me need to get that out. Thanks for listening if you did. I once had a patient say, and no one ever figured me out and then passed. He must've had a heck of a secret. Maybe he meant in a broader sense, 
like no one ever knew the real him. When one of my grandpas died, he let out a series of three loud, hoarse, and dry screams that I will never forget. That sounds terrifying. My grandfather asked his doctor is the order given and without missing a beat his doctor says the order is given. He died about 5 minutes later. Proud Trekkie till the end. I know it's weird but this tid me up. My grandpa's last words were never work for a Jew. Good ol' grandpa Adolf. As my mom was dying she was reaching out calling for her mother who had been dead for over 30 years. She was speaking in her native language, so I could only understand her mom's name. However, the last thing she said in English was, oh well she repeated this dozens of times all while laughing. I'm not sure I could sum up life any better than that. Oh well, frick cancer. I work in oncology hospice. If any of you have worked in the medical field then you'll know deaths often happen in threes. Not even joking this one lady was going to be our second death of the evening. I was sitting with her while her family took a break and she kept on looking at the corner chair where no one was sitting. I asked her what she was looking at and she said oh it's just, due to hippo we'll call him Charlie. He's waiting for me we're going to go together. She never said another word and passed shortly after. It may have seemed like a normal thing because many people see things before they pass but Charlie was patient number one who had passed earlier in the shift. I can't remember my grandma's final words. When she was dying, I sang a song for her that she always sang for me as a little girl. I love my baby Suga. I love that girl right now. Except I sang it as I love my granny Suga. She was in a totally unresponsive state with her eyes frozen open and dried out. When I finished singing to her a giant stream of tears just flooded out her eyes. I'm glad those were my final words to her. My grandpa on the other hand went into a coma and woke up. He then promptly demanded that I bring him some tacos from the bell. I explained that this wasn't becoming for a severely diabetic man on dialysis with massive organ failure. He got pee. I got him tacos. He died happy. You always hear really nice and almost poetic words from dying people. My grandmother's last words were this is so degrading. Pretty grim. This is my dad's story. He and his engine go to a kitchen fire that was started when an older woman caught her pajamas on fire with a stove. She apparently ran back and forth in her kitchen, on fire, and set the entire kitchen on fire. By the time they arrive she is extremely burnt, including on her face. This, on top of her age, causes one of the firemen to mistake her for a male. He stands beside the gurney saying things like it's going to be alright, sir, we're going to take you to a hospital, so what's left of her eyelids open, and she rasps, I'm a lady then she died. My grandpa's very last horse words to me at least were, love you buddy, just keep on fighting. For those of you wondering, I am pursuing a career in MMA and he hated me fighting, but those words stuck, I miss the old man, it'll be a year in September. My grandma's last vocalization was a loud as heck scream, freaking cancer. Creepy as heck that someone else said this about the end of cancer. Just before my grandmother died, the nurse asked her about doing her nails, brain cancer and lots of other secondaries. Really nasty. I think the nurse was trying to keep it lighthearted. She simply grabbed the nurse and said completely seriously, looking her dead in the eyes go on, be a monkey. The last words my grandpa said to me were, I never, ate, enough, burgers, wiser words were never spoken, life advice, eat more burgers.
Green beans and burgers. I should make a shopping list out of this thread. From a chronically ill man age 97 whom woke during a code, ACLS for those that don't know, please, let me die, it's okay, you can stop now, I'm ready he looked right at me when he said it, we stopped our efforts, he died peacefully and in his own way. I was about 10 when my dad died, I'm just glad I got the chance to tell him I loved him before he passed, that and we high fived, he was cool. My grandmother's last words to me were I love you too, I'm not a nurse, or a doctor, and the words weren't weird, I just wanted to share with someone how lucky I was. I was having a few quiet drinks with a friend and some of his friends that I didn't know, I ended up having a conversation with this girl who told me a pretty creepy story of which happened to her recently. It started off with her having a dream the night before of her granddad, who had already passed away about a year earlier. In the dream her granddad was sitting on her bed, telling her to call grandma and tell her not to do it, you must not let her do it, she had no idea what he was talking about. She woke up the next morning and dropped her boyfriend to work then came home. She dozed back to sleep. Two hours later her mother phoned her to say that grandma had hung herself. She was on the verge of tears when she told me this and it still gives me goosebumps to this day. Even while I am writing this. My neighbor is a doctor and he once told me that one of his patients said I am the one who knocks before going out. Being that my neighbor isn't a breaking bad watcher and wouldn't understand the reference. I sometimes will knock on his door late at night to mess with him. Knocking on heaven's doors, I suppose. You have been visited by the wealth rat subscribe in 12 seconds and he will share his wealth with you. If you are new to the channel, you can subscribe. I publish new videos every day. Until then, check another video. Or don't. Either way, have a great day you magnificent people.